Welcome to the Only God Stories podcast, where we believe testimonies are powerful. In this podcast, your faith will be built as we hear from people from all walks of life who recognize the power of God in their lives. To hear more testimonies or for the opportunity to share a story of your own, check us out on our website at onlygodstories.org. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Only God Stories podcast. I'm going to be joining with my co-host today, my wife, Tiffany Elder. And uh, we are super privileged to be able to have on the on the show today, Brittany Estes. Now, Brittany is a mother of eight. Yes, I said eight. Um, she is a, an author. She liter- She runs marathons. She does anything and everything. I feel like she's a life coach. She does a little bit of everything. And so, Brittany, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. You made me sound way cooler than I am. So I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, well, Brittany, um, I, I'd love for you to get us started by just give us a, a little bit of a snapshot of for our listeners of who is a Brittany. Take us in yeah. a little bit of uh, some more information of who you are. Well, I am. I mean, you did a great job. I am a mom of eight, and that's really new. We're in the process of adopting my nephew. Um, so for the longest time, it was seven, which is still a lot. <laughs> a lot it's of kids. Still but... a lot. I say after <laughs> after three, nobody really fully knows how many kids you have. You forget exactly. Yeah. You're, you're, you're like, the names, you're like, they have more than that. They have a lot. a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is when, like, I'm traveling, and I only have, like, three or four kids, and they're like, man, you have your hands full. And I'm like, you have no idea. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. You're just no clue. Right. That's cute. You can end up. Um, but yeah, so um, I'm married to my high school sweetheart, and we will have been married for 18 years. 18 years. This Come year. On, let's go. I know. It's oh, crazy. Um, and he is a children's pastor, so I guess that's really fitting that we have eight children. And um, I have the honor to work with women at our current church as well as all across the world. And that's kind of worked in life coaching and speaking and writing this book. And I'm just kind of like, all right, Lord, wherever you take me, we'll, we'll continue to go. So that's kind of what it looks like in this season. That's I great. love that. I love that. And you and I have actually never met before, but I feel like I know you after several hey. years uh, of following you on social you. media, uh, reading <laughs> your book. And I really attribute that to your ability and just gifting to communicate mm-hmm. in a way that's both real, raw, with humor thrown in. And honestly, and I was saying this earlier before we jumped on, like you have so many amazing stories that anybody from any walk of life can relate to at least one of your stories. And you tell it in a way to where I actually feel like I'm there and I'm feeling the same emotions, the same tension that we were experiencing in the moment. Like that's how I feel when I was reading your book and reading some of your stories. It is very evident and clear um, that, that you just have an anointing and a gifting on your life. And that this book was definitely from God and that you had a very clear vision and a clear story to tell and message to come across to people. And I would just love to know and hear a little bit more about uh, when the conception of this book happened. So you put it in your terms. You called yeah. it a book baby at one point. Yeah. And so I'd love to know. Like, Never had a baby or a book baby. <laughs> Anybody who knows anything about the book writing process knows it's the process. Yeah, and I would just love to know, like, hard. When did you get the idea? Like, when did God give you this vision? Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, that was probably the nicest compliment I've heard on this book. Um, I mean, I, that was my hope. I didn't want to come to you as an authority or anything like that. I wanted to come to you as a friend, and like, this is how I would tell you face to face, and this is how I would help you. So, um, that is so sweet. I'm so honored. 
Um, okay. So I just told you that I was a life coach and, um, I was actually at a retreat as I was being trained, like the commissioning service for it. And I was peer coaching another coach and I was trying to talk to her about urgency and things like that. And I was relating it back to a time when I was actually um, a woman's pastor at a church. And I was telling her how, you know, I had been mentoring these girls and, you know, all of a sudden in one week, they both kind of snapped and one had to be put in an institution and the other tried to to end her life and just how devastating that was. And the Lord kind of woke me up one morning. It was like, here is the problem. Do you not see what it is? Like my age of women and older are grappling with our purpose and our worth and all of these things. And because of that, we're self-focused. So we can't focus on anything other than ourselves. And we're losing this generation underneath us who don't mm -hmm. understand these things and are dealing with so much more than we are. And they need us to have ourselves settled to turn back and be like, I got you. Like, let me show you the way. Mm. And as I was telling her, I was getting all heated and like hot and bothered about it. Kind of like now. And she was like, hold on, Brittany. I think there might be something to this. And I was like, oh, interesting. And so through that weekend, the Lord was like, and this is it. Because I knew, and I think you know this, Tiffany, like when you understand or have like a calling to write a book, you're kind of like, this, this is it. And you think it's the direction you're running and you start running. And you're like, wait, no, okay, this is, this is not the book. And it just, something doesn't play out, whether it's, the idea phase or or just a lot of no's or whatever and you just kind of shelf it for a bit that's mm -hmm. kind of how it was for me in 2018 I felt like I was like and you're gonna write a book and I was like fantastic and and it just never went anywhere but it was mm -hmm. that weekend it all kind of pieced together and I remember calling Sam at the end of the retreat and I was like I know what happens next. <laughs> and I was like I am writing a book and um you read my book so you know this Tiffany like he was probably the wisest man in the world at that yes. moment, which I always tell him like, he don't, don't get a big head. Like it's okay. <laughs> um, but he was like, why don't you stop right now and coach yourself through this moment? Because you get back home, you start dealing with seven kids and life and the reality and the no's and, and all the things that come from it and the frustrations. And then all of a sudden that moment that you had with the Lord where he was like, here is your dream. Here is your path will kind of fade. And he was like, coach yourself in this moment when you're on this high. So then you That's can really look back to that. Right. So, right. so good. I That's love that. Really I actually remember when you posted about it on social media. Like, I remember you talking about that on Instagram. So yeah. uh, I loved seeing that in the book. Yeah. And I mean, he was so right because I literally have gone back to that so many times because it's easy to lay it down in the weight and the heavy and the hard. Um, yeah. But I told him like, hey, this is the direction. And um, from that moment, it was like, all right, guns a blazing, let's go kind of thing. So <laughs> I love that. Oh, that, hey, that's a, that's a big journey. And there's a lot, you said that in only a couple of minutes, but there's a lot oh, of details that are in there. And um, I think for any of our listeners, well, yeah, I think for all of our listeners, God's going to continue to drop dreams into your heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But being able to remember like, man, that the excitement, those things can fade, but the consistency and I think that plays forward in a lot of things within your life that I see everything from running marathons, which you do, um, to taking care of seven kids. And, uh, but I, I'd love to know, like, um, really just based on really some of that storing, being able to hear some of that process, the time between the, the actual dream and signing book deal, there's a lot that happens within there, yeah. but, but how did you, I mean, what type of obstacles did you see that were, were in the way that were keeping you from really crossing the finish line on that finish line on that? And um, what did you do to really overcome some of those things along the way? I'm actually so glad you asked that because I felt 
like I didn't get to finish it in this first part. So let me explain. Like you <laughs> say, okay, I'm going to write a book. And you go back to your house and you're like, fantastic. Like, I know where I want it, what I want to tell them, but how do I get them to that point? And um, through, I mean, there's so much that happens between you have to come up with a book proposal that's usually around like, you know, 50 or so pages, right, Tiffany? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. It's a lot. <laughs> Um, and that's just to be like, let me write a book. This sounds great, you know. And then you open um, yourself to be judged by so many people based everybody. on this book. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> you better be like, confident in your identity before you get started because oh it's what's going to hit. You lean on well, that. And like well-knowing people who you're like, I'm going to write a book. And they're like, great, when does it come out? You're like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. There's, there's not so how, much to this. That's, that's not how it works. No, it's not how it works. Um, so in the process of like getting a proposal together, which is a thing in of itself, and then submitting it to agents to try to find an agent to like you enough and your idea enough to want to represent you because they work with you and they don't get paid until you get paid. So they're taking a risk on you to then like they love your idea. They help you tweak it and then submit it to publishers to hopefully have a publisher say, I like this idea. I want to buy it. I want you to write it like that can take a long, long time. And I was like, OK. The Lord was really sweet to me in the fact that I came home in September and I was like, this is what's going to happen. I'm I'm going to write a book. Like I need to stay focused on it. And then October, one Sunday at church, um, we had a pastor come in and he was teaching. And I remember he was teaching in, um, in Genesis 18. And it was where the Lord kind of was with Abraham. And he was like, this time next year, you're going to have a baby. And Sarah hears it and she kind of laughs. And the Lord's like, did you just laugh? Because I've had this conversation with my kids before. Did yes. you just laugh? Right, you're right. And I feel like my, like my God would be kind of sarcastic and like, oh, excuse me. And because Sarah's like, no, I didn't laugh. And he's like, oh, but you did. Like, you did laugh. Um, And I just felt in that moment, because then it follows up in Genesis 21, when it said the Lord did as he promised to her and Sarah had a baby. Mm-hmm. And I felt like in my spirit, the Lord was like, this is my promise to you. You will have that baby next year. And I didn't know whether it was like, my book would come out, which is very unrealistic in the traditional publishing world, uh, or I does have a contract, or or whatever it was. Like I didn't know, but I was kind of like, "This is it." And I literally, if I could have my Bible, I'd show you. I marked it. I dated this. This is the date. And so I was like, "Okay, so we've got a year." And so I like charged forward in the confidence of believing that you know what he said was true. You know, uh-huh. um, if he's done these other things, why would I doubt that this would be it? So I just kind of went forward. But with that said, I was. I wanted to be very transparent online and hopefully I was Tiffany can say you yes are. or no, but, but you are everything I saw. I think I, I'm, I agree with her. I, I saw okay, the vulnerability. Good. I think yeah. you did a great job, but I was, I wanted to be like, here's what God said, because it's easy to say like when you get the contract and it's nice and shiny to be like, and God promised me there was a lot of heart and a lot of whatever. And you're like, sure, whatever. Like you have the contract. That means nothing. Um, but I wanted people to see me walk that journey because there is such a middle period where there are moments when you hear the no for the fourth time and it wrecks you. And you're just like, what is this? Because it's hard not to. Yeah. Like, can you take it personal and you feel not good enough and you question why the guy called me to do this? Is it wrong? Did I hear it wrong? Like there are moments like that. And do you continue to like wake up and say, I'm just going to trust for one more day. Um, I had a friend suggest to me, to um, quit for the day and then show up again tomorrow. So it's okay if you got to mm-hmm. quit, but quit for the day and then show up again tomorrow. Quit for the day, I learned that. Right. Like it makes it easy to, <laughs> it gives you an okay to be like, I'm just going to stop for today. 
Today I'm going to eat ice cream. I'm going to curl up in a ball in my bed and sleep. (laughs) What kind of ice cream? This is important. We have to know what kind. It is very important. Um, First of all, it has to be Bluebell. That's Thank you. Thank you. Sam is a very big snob when it comes to that. Um, But but he and I differ on like flavors. His is homemade vanilla. Mine is we do Neapolitan because I like the strawberry. And he likes Great Divide as well, so he gets so I feel like that's Joseph. Joseph very similar. Neapolitan. I like and the Neapolitan. Homemade vanilla. Homemade vanilla. Goodness, okay. we should be hanging out more. That's our next icebreaker question for our next right. friends. Right. Hey, what kind of ice cream do you eat? Because <laughs> it's very if they, if they don't say Bluebell, then I guess they're out. So. But I like that. Wait for the with day. Like, with the, the plastic yeah. cartons. Do you remember, oh, no. like, Walmart will go to the plastic cartons in a gallon, and it yeah. has, like, all the freeze dries. Yeah. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Well, yeah. the, your parents loved you. <laughs> yeah, we we had the cheap ice cream, is what she's saying. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's, what that's what that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you don't know, you don't know. No, oh, right. oh my gosh, that's amazing. All right, oh. for the day. Now we've interrupted you four times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's Lou Bell, Neapolitan, and then you move forward. Yeah. Um. And so it was a lot of work and a lot of moments like. As time was getting close, like, okay, God, are you are you sure you're going to do this? Like, I'm going to look like a fool. And I was very transparent, too, to be like, I may look like a fool, but I would rather, if he came through, everyone to be like, this is what God did. <laughs> like, I need yeah. you to understand. Yes. This is a miracle. Um, because in the... You invited them into the journey, too. Right. And yeah, in the nicest way possible, I'm a nobody. Like, I, I'm not some big name. I'm not some whatever. So... Me getting a book contract was very much like, who am I to ask for that? Yeah. You know, um, but I felt very David and Goliath in the moment of I am who God has called me to be, That's and right. I'm going to trust that He's going to do this. Yeah, yeah. Amen. So um, there was moments I remember in August. I literally was just like, I think I may have gotten this wrong. Like I think I heard God wrong, not in the sense of He told me to write a book. But in the sense of I was supposed to go this direction because I had an agent at that point and we were pitching to publishers and I had gotten so many no's and I thought, okay, this is wrong. Like, what am I doing? And I remember I was on my face, like on my hands and knees, bawling into the carpet. And I was like, what did I do? And I just had my hands out like, you can have it. Like, what what have I made this journey out of? And Mm -hmm. I had to go back to what was the last thing he said? And he said, you're going to write a book. And so I was like, okay, I will write this book and then we'll go from there. And I was like, I'm going to take two weeks off, not talk to my agent about it, not worry about anything else about it. And I told her, I was like, I'm shutting everything down. I shut all social media down. And I was like, it's you and me, God. And we're going to work this out. And I was very resigned, not in a defeated way that I was literally, I wasn't going to get a contract. I was just going to write the book and I would publish it. And the Lord would do, he didn't need anything fancy or frilly or big or whatever. He could get the message out however he wanted. And it was after that in that two-week period that I had a publisher reach out to me and say, hey, we want to buy this book. And I was like, no. <laughs> I don't know. Um, because I was like, hey, I, don't know what God said. I, I didn't know this part of the story. I'm really intrigued. Okay. I missed this part. Yeah. So I told him no. And um, then my husband was like. People that aren't in the writing world, like, you don't do that. You don't do <laughs> that for you your, first, you as, for your no. first book. <laughs> You don't, I mean, somebody has uh, a check in the I guess it's not a way you like to get anybody interested. I know. Yeah. And I was like, no, because I was so resigned to the fact, like, 
no, this is what God told me to do. And mm, I'm this so is a distraction. Good. Because I did want to weigh it against, is this a distraction to be like, will you do what you said you would do? Or are you going to try to chase after flashy big things? And, That's really good. and I didn't want to do that. So my agent was very much like, hey, how about you pray about this? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> good point. Good point. And I remember being like, okay, like I wasn't as excited about it or anything just because I literally thought that was not the direction. And as I kind of told Sam about it, because I told it no before I told Sam, like I was like, no. And then I told oh. Sam, and he's like, who did what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we have just, oh, I just did. You and Joe, Right. right. Uh, I, I like Sam. Yeah. I know, right? Like, yeah. right twice. Um, but I happened to be a couple hours away at a friend's house. And I was driving home and she was like, you know, she was telling me a story of her friend and how her friend had looked, was asking God for a sign and not like in a, a bad or kitschy kind of way, but like, God, I just want to see you. Where are you in this process? And uh, so on my drive home, I was kind of like, God, if I'm supposed to take this, you know, gig, if I'm supposed to write this book and take this contract, can you just give me a rainbow this weekend? And at the time, rainbows weren't like a huge deal to me. I mean, I love them. I love rainbows, but it just was God's promise, you know, with the story of Noah. And I was like, if if this you, this is your promise that I'm clinging to, that I'm going to have a book this this fall, you know, if this is it, would you just give me a rainbow? And I thought, I'm going to get a rainbow in the sky if he wants me to. If not over the weekend, that's fine. I'll write this book. And literally, I drove that's home. That's... Right. The next morning, I woke up and my daughter Penelope came up to me. She was so excited. She goes, mom. I was going out to the bus one day and when you were gone and I saw this pop socket and I wanted to get it for you because it had a rainbow on it. And I like sat up and I was like, it had a what on it? He was like, it had a rainbow on it. Uh-huh. And I kid you not, over the next couple of days, like living in Mississippi, we saw a license plate from Hawaii and their symbol on the license plate is a rainbow. In Mississippi. Like, <laughs> in Mississippi, right. So it's like, this is why they strange. left Hawaii for Mississippi. Yeah, I'm not sure, but that's okay. Yeah, anyone they're, they're on the right show. Okay. Really? That's okay. <laughs> I know. I know. That's a story for a different day. Another day. Oh, um, that's an only God story right there. Okay. okay. <laughs> it had to have been because no one made yeah. that choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love the Mississippi fans. All right. Yeah. Yes, we do. Um, But literally, I kept, like, I would discount them kind of, like, get kind of excited, but then discount it because I was like, I assumed it would be a rainbow in the sky. And I was telling my friend Sunday morning, like, he's shown me all of these rainbows and blah, blah, blah. But I just assumed there'd be one in the sky. And that Sunday, the traveling, like the pastor who we have come every so often was the same one who gave me that word from Genesis. Like he was preaching that day. He had shown up and he was speaking at church. And I was like, this is so strange. And then I go into kids ministry because, you know, my husband's a kids pastor and I'm a small group leader. And the story that day is the story of Noah and the guy is like teaching. I know. And at the end of it, he goes, and God gave him a rainbow in the sky. And I lost it because I was like, that's what I was waiting for. And it, yeah. and I started crying and I was like, okay, all right, God, I'm going to do this. And so I signed the contract with them to, to get the book out. Um, but and I mean, got, I got chills just, li- just listening for just how God, continues to speak and to show up consistently and um even if we can be a little stubborn and hard-headed sometimes oh, it, it was, just yeah. takes a few extra times <laughs> me. i think he needs to do that for me <laughs> since then like rainbows have become my thing and so he just shows up every space because that's kind of our connection i think the biggest thing i love about god is he's so personal so mm-hmm. what matters to me and he meets me in spaces that matter to me because he loves me 
just right. like he's going to meet you, Joey, in a totally different way because he loves you. And um, like I did a video on my Instagram because I was going to tell everyone that I had gotten a book contract because they had gone on this journey with me. I had a confetti cannon that I had marked book deal that I was going to pop when yeah. I had the contract. So I was like, okay, I've got to make a real because duh, social media. Yeah, so reels were just just getting it's going. So you had to jump on it. Yeah, yeah, very important. important. They're a real thing. deal. Uh, oh, that's good. Job. It's a different deal there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make it all fun and exciting because that's how I do life. And I'd gotten all dolled up and ready for it. And it started to rain and I was so salty. I was like, oh, like I wanted to shoot this off outside and it's raining now and this is horrible. It's messed up. And Sam, or maybe it was one of my kids, they look outside and they're like, there's a rainbow outside because of Come the on. rain. And I was like, I think it was so Sam. I'm going to give credit to Sam. I remember. I remember. Okay. So amazing. So like I go out there and I'm like, it's raining. So the hair is like mess and the makeup or whatever. But I'm literally dancing in the rain to this rainbow that as we're out there over time, like it gets brighter and then it becomes a double rainbow. And it was just this oh, moment of come on, all of it like, okay, God, through all of this, you are, you are in it. Like you are here. And yes. um, it was just so beautiful in the, Literally every time that I think I know the direction, God's like, here's the promise. I don't need you to drive the train there. I'm going to drive it there. We're going to get there. And I just need you to know it's going to be so much better than you had thought and planned. Because I could have gone out there and made a silly reel with confetti popping out. And it'd be fun and it'd be special. But it turned into something like incredible. It's such a God moment out of my front lawn because and it was a, he for you me. a god moment for you like yeah special. like that's right but then that everyone got to see because i had told them this story and so when they yeah. got to see this exactly. story, i was like but do you remember this and they'll look at this rainbow how crazy is this so that's so wild. um yeah it was a long process and there was a lot of hearts and there was a lot of whatever but there were so many beautiful moments that it was like this is it this is why wow. i'm showing up you know what I loved just about your story, because at the beginning, whenever you were recording that first video, you know, to encourage yourself, um, that Sam encouraged you to film. And then to that confetti cannon moment under a rainbow, which is just incredible. Like, that's so amazing. I imagine those two moments where I almost thought whenever you were first talking about whenever you're answering the question, when you first were given this idea by God. I was thinking of the two disciples that were walking down the path and Jesus joins them. And this is after he resurrected, but they don't know it yet. They think he's dead right. and their hearts burned within them. It's like they didn't even know it was Jesus, but their spirit knew it was Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like in those Absolutely. moments, you can feel the fire. Like you said, like I'm getting caught just talking about it. Like you can feel that fire within you. So I'm imagining like experiencing that feeling on both ends, but there's so much in between. There's sure. so much in between those moments. And I would just love to even hear um, what exactly would you say to somebody who's in between those moments where they are waiting, the space in between, mm -hmm. like they've had that on fire feeling and now it's dwindling because, you know, those two disciples probably struggled at different points in time in their lives after this mm -hmm. and just trusting that, trusting that God promised. What would you tell somebody in that period? Um, first of all, I've been there and I've been there a lot, not in just in this scenario, but I think that these moments are made by the waiting period. Um, because if it's instant, it's not always easy to see God's hand in it and we just become used to it. Um, but the, the best advice is 
okay, quit for the day. Like, don't hold it. Don't hold yeah. up this thing that you're waiting on. It's fine. Like, fall apart. Just take a moment, do whatever, but then keep showing up the next day. Whether you're asking God to come through in a medical diagnosis or if you're asking him to, you know, give you this job or, or whatever it is, like, don't stop. Like, mm -hmm. do not stop. Um, and then also get yourself centered in the word. Like you have to be in the word and in community, because if I were to be by myself and I were to try to do this on my own, I probably wouldn't have made it because it's in those like yeah. spaces when you're by yourself and you're in those dark spaces that Satan can just start to spin and skew and mess things up. Like did God really, you know, like in the eat garden, like did God did really say this? Like are you supposed yeah. to write this book? I mean, you're not qualified for this. You're not this or that. And you're like, you're right. I'm not. That's so silly. I shouldn't have done that. But when I'm around people like Sam, my husband, thank God for him. And he's like, well, that's dumb. That's not like, what's true. Go back and watch your video. You know, like everybody <laughs> needs a Sam in their life. This is right. Right. Sam, not your Sam, but everybody yeah, else. They, they, they can Sam understand. Yeah, he's very taken. <laughs> very taken. So listen to this podcast and be like, oh my gosh, Brittany. You talk to me too much. Hey, I'll just give you a shout out, Sam. I'm saying you're doing a great job, man. He's a good, great guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> I haven't met it. you, Sam, but you're awesome. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, Brittany, I, there's there's so much to um, there's so much that God's done in your journey and in your story, and and we we appreciate you for even letting us into that and being able to see just a sliver of how God's um, really just moving in your life. I guess I'll give you a a, a bonus question because I know that. Um, yeah, I know that just how much you love to invest into other people, especially even some of the younger women that are there you're around. And um, what would you say to just some of our younger listeners that are like, man, I, I want to do something big in my life. I want to be able to tackle something like a book or something like that. But um, I just don't really know where to start. What would you even say to that listener? Well, first of all, I'd say find me on social media um, because I know I do this as a, a job, but I want people to step into their con, whatever that may be. And um, so I help people all the time for free, <laughs> but, um, you, you should charge out. them. That's what you charge them. There yeah. Yeah. That is like, and now we're going to charge them. Right. And I'm like, you're right, honey. <laughs> oh, but I don't want that to be an obstacle. So like, realistically I earn income yeah. doing that, but answering small questions and things like that. Like I love to help because here's the, when we have an idea or we have a dream, we don't let enough time go with we're like sitting in that dream and that possibility and let God be like, and here it is before all of a sudden we're like, well, what about this? Or what about this? Or we throw our qualifications at it or we throw these fears at it or these standards. And, and we don't, because of that, it hasn't had time to like grow and bloom before we throw all these things in. It just crushes. Like it can't mm. hold the weight of mm. that. Yeah. Um, it's like so, yeah. right. So my, my thing would be like, just sit in that for a minute, like dream. If there was, anything you could do and you know God wouldn't let it fail, what would you do? If you could do anything for the rest of your life, like what would it be? It could be dumb. It could be silly. It could be whatever. I and mean, it's not dumb, but we quickly, you know, discredit these things it, yeah. and, and yeah, um, to just do that and then walk in that for a moment and then invite the Lord to say, okay, what's next? And when he can guard and he can guide and he can edit, then he gets control one of the results and you're willingly let him have, like if it changes and it shifts, great. If he's like not in this season, fantastic. Yeah. Then then move from that point. But don't say I'm too young. I'm not smart enough. I don't have the steps. I don't have whatever. You want to write a book? Reach out to an author. Reach out yeah. to an agent. Reach out to a publisher. Like do that. Have enough 
like investment or desire in yourself to be like, I can at least ask because that's good. Even with me, I was like, the worst they can do is say no. That's mm-hmm. the worst. And when yeah. you take that away, like it's fine. Like they can just say no, great. But they're still gonna say no if I don't ask. Like you miss a hundred shots you don't take. You know, right? That's what I hear. I don't know. We we control the inputs. God controls the outputs. So absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. I think that's really, really good wisdom from you, Brittany. I know there's a lot more that we could probably learn and listen to, uh, but for sake of time, I just want to end by saying, once again, from us, thank you for being on here. Um, and we'll put all, all the ways that you can follow Brittany on social media. We'll also give an opportunity, or we'll we'll also link to her book, so you can purchase her book as well. Um, the script? With the script? We didn't even actually say the name of it. My God. Wow. Fail. We were just uh, we it was a long teaser. Yeah. Well, I have an iTunes version of your book, but I know you have a paper copy in your hand. Do you want to hold that paper copy up? Ooh. Okay, flip the script. Every word I said, I mean, in what I said at the beginning of this book, mm-hmm. your um, raw, real, and humorous all at the same time. It was such a beautiful book. It makes you feel like you're there in some of her stories. And also like it's a coaching session is how I feel. Really? Whenever I read your book, it was a coaching session because you are giving like here, here's something that you need to flip your script on or you may need to flip your script on. Mm -hmm. And here's some practical tools to do it and practical steps to take. So that would be also, I would add that bonus advice for those young people and really any generation that this book is a coaching session in itself. Really good. So you definitely mm-hmm. want to get the book. And we will be giving yeah. away a free copy on it's Instagram. True. It's so true. We're going to do that. Be sure to find She's going to give Instagram. us a free copy. Co- and oh, no, I'm just kidding. We're going to Where What do you say? Oh, uh, yeah, Sam. <laughs> Got to get Sam involved. Uh, yeah. No, but follow us on Only God Stories on Instagram and follow Brittany. And we will have, make sure that we have all the details there and tag her in it as well true for sure hey once again blessing you guys have a good one we'll see you next week thank you for listening to the only god stories podcast be sure to follow us on social media as we share more stories like these and don't forget to check out our website at onlygodstories.org for more information on how you can share how the power of god has moved in your life